and I will show the police. Hello, hi, I'm here. <laughs> Me too. Hello, um, oh hi. shit, we were supposed to come up with a thing. I don't know what what thing. Uh, you know when we do like, hey, what's up? My oh, name's. Um, I don't have one off the top of my head. But well, um, <laughs> hey, what's up? My name's Noelle, and I'm that nagging feeling of disappointment. Uh, you can use that one. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel. I am the stash of 70s porno mags you find in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> I've been saving these. Those are perfect. <laughs> I, like, just had a vision in the night and I wrote them all down because we usually come up with them, like, on the spot when we're recording and yeah. it's always an issue. So. So you had to start, like, logging them for yeah, future reference. So I started a diary with them. I actually, somewhere deep inside of my phone have um a recording of my mom saying one. Oh my god you need to put that on here that, that would be hilarious maybe i'll think about it no, i have to edit at your house you so it? we'll see no i told her i was gonna do it um then i never did because i'm an asshole yeah. but my laptop might be broken and shane's out of town so we're at rachel's house recording on her computer yep Yep, yep. My so, other laptop is also broken, apparently, or at least the charger is, because yeah, we can't use it for yours. We both have broken MacBooks, or just broken. <laughs> both of us have broken chargers. Either way. Either way, it's a problem. It is a problem. Also, hey, what's up? Uh, get tattooed at Murder of Crows. This is a perfect intro. It is it a perfect has intro. no flaws. We just did a photo shoot with her uh, kids, and it's adorable. We did. Yeah. It was so fun. We did a Harry Potter photo shoot. Yes. Um. So, per requested by the group, and we've been meaning to do this for a while, but as of uh, 24 hours ago, I thought the story got more interesting, but now I realize it didn't. Oh, no. But it's still hot takes. I don't know so, anything, so tell me all about it. So, uh... What's, there's three characters to the story. The first one is The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Yes. Which is on Netflix currently and potentially temporarily. Um, the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is based off of the comic book series that came out in 2014 by Archie Horror. It's a darker take on Sabrina the Teenage Witch, um, including more verbal satanic worship and like actually signing the book of the devil and... Blah, blah, blah. I think it's dope. I think it's dope as well. It's really cool. I liked this show. Did you, for, oh, yeah, you finished I, it. Yeah, I liked it, and then I didn't like I went back and forth on it a lot, so that I think there's things I would change. Absolutely. <laughs> um, in comparison to the, the graphic novel, which I was gifted by Taylor for my birthday. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. Um, it's only issues one through five. And then six, seven, and eight are out individually, and apparently the hardest things to get since the series has come out, those have pretty much sold off of every, like, fucking comic book shelf. Damn. Um, but the graphic novel, I this isn't even really a spoiler. I mean, spoiler, I guess, if you want to read that. But they just, it influenced the series. The graphic novel has nothing to do with the series. In the graphic novel, the main antagonist is Madam Satan, and she is trying to destroy Sabrina's life in every way possible. Yeah. And- um, because she's a, like, scorned lover. Sabrina's dad was her lover, but then left her for Sabrina's mom. That's such a cool story. And then she killed herself in a lion's den and then came back as, like, this fucking... Yeah, I know, right? That is came so back, much cooler. Um, Betty and Veronica of Riverdale fame brought her back. They act- They were practicing witchcraft and they summoned a succubus. Of and that succubus was Madame Satan. Idiots. <laughs> and then she is like, oh my god, I'm back. I'm here to fucking kill... Um, Sabrina's mom, and then she's dead. Oh, okay, well, she um, kind of kills her low-key. She's in a mental asylum. Uh, she's like, I'm gonna fucking go, go after, after Sabrina. Sabrina. Um, 
And she, like, similarly to the series, she, like, takes on the face of a teacher. Mm -hmm. How she does it in the comics is a little bit more brutal. The comics are more brutal in general. Sabrina's trying to sign the Book of the Devil, and um, Madam Satan, disguised as a teacher, sabotages it for her by telling Harvey that she's heard rumors about Sabrina cheating on him with some dude that he meets in the forest, so then he shows up at the forest at the same time that... That's happening, and then um, all the witches eat Harvey's fucking face off. What? And Harvey dies. The fuck? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Hey, well, I think that's way that's cooler. That's the comic. <laughs> I would have rather seen Harvey's face getting eaten off same. in the series than anything. He was so annoying. But also, I didn't realize it's the same guy that plays fucking Dahmer in the new Do- the Jeffrey Dahmer movie yeah. that came out. Yeah! I didn't realize that, and that kind of made me like him a little bit A after. little bit more. <laughs> I agree that I wish that um, the Netflix show was a little bit more like the comic because the most insufferable part of the Netflix series was Harvey and Sabrina's relationship. Yeah. Also in the comic, Sabrina makes her cousin help her make Harvey fall in love with her. She, like, steals her away from her redheaded friend. It's a whole thing. It's anyway. a whole thing. Anyway. I, it could have been a lot better. Yeah. I think it was episode eight and nine specifically where I actually started to despise Sabrina's character completely. Yeah. She just, like, goes fucking batshit. <laughs> and I'm just like, I can't Yeah. She's feel. just willing to throw it all away and kill everyone for her stupid fucking white bread yeah. mayonnaise sandwich boyfriend. And it's the same people that did fucking Riverdale. So, like, I expected it to be dramatic and weird and kind of cliche and over the top and i liked it a lot yeah same but then like when she started to be like i don't know i couldn't take her seriously as like i yeah she (laughs) i get that she's supposed to be a teenager that's the whole thing yeah but like she was making dumb bitch moves everybody else was way smarter than her yeah 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 um so the second player in this story is the satanic temple the satanic temple is um a non-theistic organization, so they don't believe in God or the devil. Mm-hmm. The Satanic Temple is who, like, Shane and I were, like, kind of briefly connected with yeah. and would identify with. Um, and they, so there's also the Church of Satan. The Satanic Temple you may have heard of more in recent times because um, they were trying to get the Baphomet statue erected in Detroit next to the Ten Commandments statue. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, TST is genuinely, like, a great organization. They do a lot of nonprofit charity work. Yeah. Like, um, Shalise, who was on the live episode of the podcast, um, was at the helm of this project they called Gray Faction, which was, like, helping people who have, um, mental disorders and mental disabilities who are diagnosed as being possessed by the devil Hmm. so that whole like which is still a thing that goes on exorcism are still a thing that goes on and um so that specific i guess mission statement was to help people get out of those situations okay and they also do a lot of like local fundraising like a lot of the local chapters will do like a feminine products drive or like food drives they they're charitable people good people yeah but can I say when I saw, because, like, on Facebook people were sharing all the articles of uh, TST suing the show, mm-hmm. and I thought it was stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what we're going <laughs> to eventually get into. But just the Satanic Temple, a few of their tenets. Um, one should strive to act with compassion and empathy towards all creatures in accordance with reason. One's body 
is subject to one's own will alone. The struggle for justice is an ongoing and necessary pursuit that should prevail over laws and institutions. Um, belief should conform to one's best scientific understanding of the world. One should take care never to distort scientific facts to fit one's beliefs. So it's just like reason, science, don't be an asshole. Yeah. You alone are in charge of your own body. Which is awesome. I like, I agree with all of that. Yeah, it's super great. And then the Church of Satan and um, Satanic Temple is like Lucian Greaves, right? Okay. Um, and I think it started in 2014. The Church of Satan is the Anton LaVey shit. Yeah, that's the different. That's the, yeah, that's The different. Church of Satan is more like low-key sex magic, like, um, you know, goth girls with big titties. Goth thoughts. Goth thoughts, for sure. They listen to... Uh, motionless and white. Absolutely. And that, yeah, that was, that's Anton LaVey's thing. Um, and that was established in 1966. Um, and the, yeah, the Church of Satan, we don't, we can go into some other tenets, but basically know that it's the leaning on more sex magic cool. and ritual. Still fucking cool. And they have like cool tenants just like tst does tst branched off of the say the church of satan because the church of satan did start to be which this is the whole irony of it the church of satan did start to be more of like this trolly political organization okay. that was leaning away from like reason and being a good person and They're, helping yeah. others to um you know getting into weird lawsuits and like Essentially, they both have the names, the Church of Satan and the Satanic Temple, because yeah. they're, like, trolling a tiny bit. Like, they yeah. want to invoke you to be upset it's, and look mm -hmm. into them. Yeah, they well, they want a reaction out of people, for sure. For sure, for sure. And, I mean, otherwise they wouldn't sue a fucking uh, teenage Yeah, fucking so that's trauma. what we're... <laughs> so, this is the Church of Satan, just some of their tenets. Satan represents indulgence instead of abstinence. Satan represents kindness to those who deserve it instead of love wasted on ingrates. Satan represents vital existence instead of spiritual pipe dreams. So this is, like, obviously someone's, like, really been yeah. hurt by Christianity. Like, <laughs> their feelings are super fucking hurt. Satan represents responsibility to the responsible instead of concern, concern for psychic vampires, which is my favorite term. Psychic, psychic vampires. vampires affect us all. Um, so anyway, the Church of Satan is more, like, in the angsty teenage rebellion of yeah. getting away from Christianity and being like, I'm smart. I research. I believe in science. Yeah. I believe that religion is horseshit. I believe that we deserve to have rights over yeah. our own bodies and we beliefs. We are in charge of our own lives. Yeah, exactly. And then the satanic temple is a refined version of that. Okay. So those are your three players. It's a lot. In the story. <laughs> it sounds so silly. And... <laughs> Almost immediately after Sabrina airs, the internet blows up with the headline, The Satanic Temple is Suing the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. And it's over the Baphomet, right? Yeah, so they've changed it a little bit. So, in The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, when Sabrina goes into, like, the witch school, in the middle of it, there is a statue of Baphomet with a little boy and a little girl sitting on each side, right? Mm -hmm. And this is, I will give them, this is almost an exact replica of the monument that TST built and has been fighting for to get 
um, erected in like Detroit and shit. Okay. I think it currently sits in Salem, Massachusetts, where their headquarters is. It's fucking metal as shit. Mm-hmm. The guy who made, I'm blanking on his name because I'm an asshole. Um, the guy who made this for them, he's the one who made the Baphomet head that's in my living room oh, right now. Oh, yeah. Um, so, so Chris cool. something, I think. I'm Chris an asshole. Chris Pen Pen. Chris P with something. I don't know. Oh, man. He's amazing. Look him up. Yeah, something. So if you he can't decipher what we just said. <laughs> the Satanic Temple created this design and then he put it in real life. And they have a copyright over it. Okay. Sabrina did low-key steal this exact design and put it in their series. Yeah. I mean, if it's against the law, it's against the law, but I still fucking think it's silly because it's just like, what are you trying yeah, so to do? Yeah, so this is where it gets What's sillier. Like the <laughs> so there is no... I mean, the, it's tough because, like, Shane and I genuinely have friendly relations with people who are high up in TST. So, like, I want to say this. It hurts me to, like, have to call them on this, but I think this is fucking bullshit. <laughs> so, um, here's the, here's the fucking quote. Satanist says Sabrina the Teenage Witch is promoting satanic panic. Asinine satanic panic. Um, so the satanic temple is currently suing is it causing a satanic panic (laughs) well so this that's what they're saying they're saying that like not only did they um copy our monument uh uh, the show is invoking a satanic panic which i think is a little bit of a stretch because if anything they the funniest parts of the chilling adventures of sabrina is the laxness in using the praise Satan? It's and so hail like Satan. nonchalant. It's 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 like, very normalized. Yeah, it's fun. It's like it's like a fun romp. Like this is a fun show. Get over it. Yeah, like, I don't know what's wrong about. I Never mean, once when like educate me if I like I'm wrong. Like if it's if I'm being an asshole, like cool. Like let me know. But I just don't get it. Well, I specifically think of like, and I feel like I was telling you this: the meme of aunt zelda and she's got like her little cigarette holder and her head's tipped back and the meme says me when i drive past past planned parenthood and see people protesting and it's zelda with her head back in the cigarette it just says praise satan Mm -hmm. like that's a funny meme that's that's a pro satan mean meme and that's like even making fun of itself like it's like silly people who would drive past planned parenthood and say praise satan when they see protesters don't Mm -hmm. believe in satan they're saying it because they know it's silly christian bullshit and they're being trolly which essentially is what tst is all about okay so i was gonna ask a dumb question i was gonna say why aren't they suing the comics but it's because they didn't use the statue yeah 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 yeah. so yeah specifically the show yeah but i just um i guess if they yeah if they do it and whatever (laughs) um the satanic temple is suing netflix alongside the show's producer warner brothers for copyright and train trademark infringement and is seeking at least 150 million in damages what? yeah the issue was is a goat-headed deity baphomet that appears in four of sabrina's 10 episodes it's uh and then they try to explain baphomet 19th century figure but was reimagined by the temple in 2014 as a bronze sculpture it planned to donate to the Oklahoma Capitol to be featured alongside a monument of the Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. The temple's efforts were unsuccessful, and the nine-foot sculpture was moved to Detroit. Um, so basically, they're saying we took the we took the image of Baphomet, we reimagined it with these kids, made it yeah. more like sciency, mm-hmm. and so now that copyright belongs to us. 
Sabrina and Netflix is trying to be like, you don't own the image of Baphomet, my dogs. But then they're like, with the two kids and the way you copied it on his throne, we do, actually. So is it, what is like the law on copyright? Like it's what, within 30%? And then it's 30%. So is it, exa- is it a carbon copy of the statue or is it different in 30%? We'll post pictures, but it is similar. So if I was to glance at it, there are differences so, this is the bronze statue. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is the Sabrina statue. Immediately, the stomach is different. The stomach is different. The bronze statue is more ripped and skinnier and has more muscular, like, it looks definition. More like, it look, yeah, it looks like straight muscle without it's just, skin. It's, like, weird. This The Satanic Temple one is better. It's more detailed. Yeah. And in that detail, that netflix left out you you win that 30 percent because also look at the face the face of baphomet in the tst statue is a detailed goat's head Mm -hmm. every day you can see the veins yeah it's beautifully done i mean to me they look like two completely different statues the sabrina one (laughs) is like the derpiest goat head you've ever it's down syndrome goat and no offense to that goat but like that's just that is what it is and that's what is that a snake or an hourglass on his stomach it looks stupid yeah you can't even really tell yeah also look at the horn placement horn placement on the goat with tst out to the side horse horn placement on sabrina Mm -hmm. more in the middle yeah, they're different. They're they are very I can see similar the idea, yeah. but they are different in detail. And if copyright is only thirty percent, I think that Sabrina gets off with that yeah. based off of those three points alone. I see it. Yeah, but you see that it is it is Baphomet on a throne with a little boy and a little girl next to him on each side. Yeah, that is the similarities, and you can only defer from. Baphomet's image mm-hmm. so far. Do you think they'd be stoked on, like, it, though? So that's <laughs> the thing, right? Because n- I don't think anyone whose opinions matter looked at Sabrina and was like, yo, fuck, Satan is a real goddamn problem. <laughs> These kids are going to start practicing black magic and doing ritual sacrifice and learning demonology and incantations. I don't think anyone whose opinions matter or yeah. who, who holds any... Of course, there's some fucking Christian mom Facebook with two people in it that are probably screaming their tits off. But, like, those people don't fucking matter. Choose your battles. Yeah. You should have been supportive of this because this is normalizing. Yeah, it's true. I get that it is also normalizing an actual Satan, which the Satanic Temple is very adamant about being against. Yeah. But Maybe normalizing... Maybe that's why they're pissed. That, I get why that's why they're pissed. But it's like... Just normalizing Satan and silliness, because at the end of the day, that's what the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina yeah, is. It's, it's like, kind of this silly, it's all in good fun. Yeah. I, it's why like. Why would you be opposed to that? Yeah. Like, if anything, you're taking the stigma away from Satan, which takes this, takes the power away from Christianity. Yeah. Because if people can make fun of Satan for being this imaginary thing we can make fun of, mm-hmm. then that also means that they're going to do the same thing about God and organized religion. And at the end of the day, as an atheist who wants nothing but progress in scientific reason and facts, yeah. <laughs> that's what I fucking want. Yeah, for And sure. I'd hope that TST is with that as well. If we can make fun of Satan in a little fucking TV show on Netflix that was produced by the same people who made fucking Riverdale. <laughs> if we can take the power away from Satan and remove him as the big bad, which I think they're doing, 
Yeah, they're because they're like, like they're putting that in people's minds. Because it's I a little kid yeah. show. It's a little fucking kid show. Yeah, it's like it's like if the craft. It's like the craft meets Days of Our Lives. It's the <laughs> it's Disney Channel presents the craft. It, oh, it's like Wizards of Waverly Place. Like straight up, <laughs> but with an edge. So, um, it's just, I don't know. It's just kind of like biz- it feels like a bad call to make. It just feels dumb. So here's it feels like a waste of time. Honestly, I agree. I me. I genuinely feel like the people who make the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina and the and TST are on the same side. They're mm-hmm. just like refusing to see I know, I where they're anything, coming yeah. from because I don't think that the show is in inciting this new wave satanic panic if anything it's taking away the power of uh satanic idol and christianity and god if i thought making it silly and fun like weird little teenagers were out and about practicing magic and going to secret magic schools i'd be like fucking we had harry potter we know what (laughs) this is about it's just like we live in an era and this is not lost on me that in just 2012 Damien Eccles and the West Memphis Three were released from death row after being wrongfully con- convicted because of satanic panic. Yeah. That is not, near that is not is lost on me. But you also have to remember that this is 2018, where every fucking bitch on Instagram thinks she's a witch, and everyone's burning sage, and everyone has crystal fucking pussy power energy. <laughs> like, we live in a different time. Yeah. I know that that was not too long ago, but we have taken leaps and bounds in progression over the last few years True. and how we view religion mm-hmm. and Satan and the silliness of it all. Mm-hmm. As the world burns, we wake up a tiny bit more. Yeah, it's true. I, yeah, and I just hope that... I don't know. What is the status on this even? So, we'll dig a little bit into this more. The statue that appears in Sabrina's Academy of the Unseen Art, which is the school, looks to be a replica of the winged deity... And in the show's storyline is associated with devil worshiping re- with a devil worshiping religion. Mm-hmm. This TST says it does not worship or believe in a supernatural Satan, but instead seeks to encourage benevolence and empathy among all people, according to its website. Indeed, Satanists regard Satan as a symbol of the rejection of tyrannical authority, which is one of the temple's main tenets. The temple's co-founder, Lucian Greaves, noted his concern over the representation of Baphomet on Twitter. Yes. And this is from his Twitter exactly. Yes, we are taking legal action regarding hashtag the chilling adventures of Sabrina, appropriating our copyrighted monument design to promote their asinine satanic panic fiction. What the fuck? (laughs) It's tough, dude. It's tough because, like, I get what they're saying. They knew they wanted to sue them because they're using the image to promote a fake religion that worships a real Satan. I get, yeah, okay, so that makes sense when you put it that way. I just don't understand when you look at that dumb fucking statue in Sabrina, how you can get so mad because it is so stupid looking. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like if um, Lucian Greaves and Netflix sat down for coffee, they would realize that they both don't believe in satan Mm -hmm. and they could come out together like pete davidson and that fucking war veteran (laughs) did on snl and be like you guys this is stupid we believe in the same thing we don't believe in god they don't believe in god we don't believe in worshiping satan they don't believe in worshiping satan we believe in being kind and using reason and -hmm. being smart like that's that's what we're all about creators of sabrina are like hella religious and they sit down i don't think they would be (laughs) really (laughs) i know because you in that show, people say praise Satan all the time 
for fun to remark something fucking cool happening in a similar way that we do it, in a similar way that, like, last podcast does it, in a similar way that we yeah. all do it. None of us believe in Satan. None yeah, of us worship always, Satan. Yeah. But anytime something fucking cool happens, who is not going to throw up, like, a hail fucking Satan? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, it's... I don't, that's it's normalizing that vernacular. Yeah, that's fair. It's, yeah. That's so I fair. see I see both though. So it's hard. Um is his it was his is his name really Lucian, Lucian Greaves? Greaves. He changed it to that, but we can pretend. Okay. The lawsuit echoes this concern claiming that the use of the figure in the Sabrina storyline is as the central focal point of the school associated with evil, cannibalism and possibly murder, which the suit notes <laughs> is injurious to TST's business. So this Technically, on paper, this is true. This is factual. Because in the show, you do have kind of murder, you do have cannibalism, and you do have actual Satan worship. But I feel like that is so out of context. It is. That is so out of context. That shit's so wacky. (laughs) It is so silly. No one during the Feast of Feasts was like, yo, this shit's for fucking real. That shit was wild, though. I'm not gonna lie. It fucked me up. I was like, oh my god, they're really gonna eat this bitch. (laughs) While the temple is known for legally challenging governments that allow religious displays on public property, it doesn't always reject satanic representation and entertainment. In fact, the temple endorsed the horror film The Witch. Yeah. Fun. Which tells the story of a Puritan family being harassed by the dark forces. The theme in the film mirrored the things we talk about and work. Jax Blackmore, a spokesman for the Satanic Temple, told Variety in 2016, it's a criticism of the theoretic patriarchal society and a fair representation of the stresses that it puts on a community. So, TST was willing to back the witch even though they also were worshiping a um literal and metaphorical satan in mm-hmm. a goat but they were like we're willing to roll with that because it represented how religion and patriarchal tyranny can ruin a family if you're gonna do one you have to you can't just like pick and choose your like what i just think that when they're saying like you. i don't know um sabrina didn't do a good enough job painting like them in a good light yeah like that following any religion is bad even though i do kind of a tiny bit feel that because like sabrina is saying i don't want to sign the book of the devil because he's gonna have my right over me and my free will Mm -hmm. so i feel like she is kind of like saying a little bit that like all religion is kind of bullshit you know yeah that, like, she wants her free will over everything? Yeah, it... Mm, this it's is tough. Just, this it's just stupid. stupid. <laughs> I'm just like, it just feels so dumb. It does it. feel like a waste. So, and then we have the Church of Satan, Anton LaVey's um, oh, angsty yeah, teen they church. They got, they got dragged into it because people... Um, Are confusing don't, the two. Yeah, people don't really know the difference between TST and the Church of Satan. And the Church of Satan just wants to say that they don't have a problem with Netflix's Sabrina. Good for you, man. <laughs> <laughs> there are two prominent satanic organizations, and only one of them has a problem with Netflix's Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. The Satanic Temple filed a lawsuit against Netflix and Warner Brothers last week, alleging the statue of the Dark Lord in Sabrina's Academy of the Unseen Arts infringes on the copyright of the organization's own statue of Baphomet. However, the Satanic Temple shouldn't be confused with the Church of Satan, which doesn't have beef with the Netflix series. In a statement, the Church of Satan distanced itself from the Satanic Temple. 
which it says is known for childish PR stunts that are not in any way representative of the apolitical individualistic and atheistic religion of satanism the church girl put your fucking nerd hats on everybody um the church previously (laughs) ascended fx's american horror story apocalypse and sabrina and noted our members are watching these as many are horror fans and as might be expected some enjoy them and others find them non to their tastes mileage varies amongst folks who care enough to view it we aren't a collective, but a varied cable of individuals, so to each its own. The Satanic Temple is seeking $50 million. Oh, they went from 150 to 50 mm. So, anyway. Well, they're slowly backing off because I think they realize they're idiots. The Church of Satan is like, we don't have a problem with this. We think it's just well, a silly TV show. Yeah, because This is a silly PR stunt. Which seems fair. And it's right. I mean, it's like, the people who watch this show may, are not, I don't know. They're just watching it, like, just chilling. <laughs> no, I don't think anyone is taking this literally, and I think that's kind of the core that I can get it. TST if they really are, on. like, super peeved about it, like, go to court, and if it is within copyright infringement, by all means, I guess you're entitled to that, you know, 50 mil, but it's just stupid. Yeah. It's, it's kind of... I don't know. The moral of the story is that during the lawsuit, potentially, and for sure, if they win, Sabrina could be pulled from Netflix. Hmm. Well, that sucks, because I like, I mean, it, I kind of, I'm meh. I'm meh about Sabrina. Meh. Yeah. And then um, Lucian is replying to a few people on Twitter saying, why did Netflix do this? Surely their art department could have created a truly terrifying Baphomet without stealing the Satanic Temple's version. So... He's got a lot of hot takes about it. Okay, yeah. he's Which is fair. I mean, they could have made their own version, but maybe, like, someone in Sabrina's art department loves TST, well, and it's like, I wanted maybe to do a little homage like, to them. Yeah, maybe it was like, hey, or it's something they're familiar with, you know, and they rolled with that kind of inspiration and didn't realize that it was going to be, like, this. A problem? Yeah. Yeah. So who so, knows? That's basically that. That's where it stands. I nothing has happened yet. Sabrina's still on Netflix as far as I can see. Yeah. And um we just live in a weird ass world where this is happening. That's so bizarre. Yeah. It's it's a little strange. Um other things that happened today, I guess we should like briefly bring it up. Um Stanley died oh, today. Yeah, bummer. I saw that at work. I was like, shit. Which is a bummer. I mean, I saw it coming because, I mean, he's, like, hella years he's old. He's been dying for the last ten years. I remember, like, what, two years ago at Co- FanX, Comic-Con, whichever fucking one it was. Mm-hmm. I bought both the autographs and the photo op Same. with him. Yeah. And fucking... Day of canceled. He got sick. Yeah, he yeah. didn't go. And I was like, shit, that was my only time to ever get to do that yeah. before he dies. And sure enough, motherfucker died. Over the last year, he's had um, pneumonia. And vision issues, and he died at 95. And here's what I have to say about this. He has a legacy. This is not so much a hot take, but <laughs> no matter what, I we live we are a part of a great like geeky community. Mm-hmm. Everyone has been affected by Stanley and what he did for comics and Marvel, and what like the new normal is now with comic culture. Yeah, single handedly, him and like Jack Kirby like fucking killed it, right? But. My feed was bombarded with people 
with all these like I can't believe I can't believe and it, how do you and can't like, believe it? He what was do we not believe? He was ninety five. Did you think the motherfucker old. found like some goddamn potion that made him live forever? Like he was gonna die. Yeah. How did you not realize that he was so old and it was like instead of posting like I can't believe this shit? Why don't you just be like, oh, thanks for all the cool shit you did for my life, bro. Yeah. R I P. <laughs> Like, seriously, it's, he's definitely, and I posted this in the Freaky Geeks group with, like, the article about his death. I was like, this is the prime example of, like, he lived a long and great life. Yeah, he did. He full did so of much. legacy and friendship and production and the normalization of comics and nerd culture. He's going to live on forever throughout his stories that he has given to us yeah there's no don't be sad that stanley died be happy that you lived in a time with stanley and the creations that he made yeah that's what you should be doing you got to experience him yeah you know that's always something that like when people get sad about celebrities dying or anyone dying really you just be grateful that you out of all the sperms and stardust happened to exist in the same time that they did it's cool you know like we existed when prince was alive yeah how fucking cool is that oh man i love prince you know like we we were alive to see david bowie yep what a fucking cool thing so be thankful for that be thankful that you got to watch comics be revitalized and put into pop culture as a norm where we yeah, have this outlined. Yeah, we expect outlined, this now. Yeah. Like every year we expect different superhero movies and comic and convention culture is so huge now and cosplay culture is so huge mm-hmm. now. Like superheroes and Stanley are going to go on for forever and ever and ever and ever. Oh, absolutely. So R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. though, <laughs> for sure. One thing that we didn't get to talk about in October... Was The Haunting of Hill House. Yes. Which is another Netflix series that I fucking binged in two days. I loved it. It was so good. It was great. My only uh, bone to pick was the last 15 minutes of the story. Yeah, it was like, it went from, it's almost like they got like tired of writing well and just decided to just fucking fuck it up. <laughs> I I honestly feel like the last 15 minutes was like some producer coming back and being like, hey. Just kidding. Can we just like have a happy ending? Can we just like wrap this up real quick? Because not everything has to have a happy ending. I think it should have ended at the dad staying in the house. Yeah. And everyone else leaving. Yeah. And that's it. Curtains closed. Yeah. Watch it again and end there. It's yeah. a different experience if you end there. Don't let it, him have his weird little... All mind. that weird shit at the end was kind of like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, you don't have to do some bullshit Harry Potter fast forward 20 years of Yeah, we can happy. be okay with this family, like, living in misery. It's yeah. fine. We understand that that's how their life is. Absolutely. That's why we're watching it. <laughs> I do think The Haunting of Hill House, for me, was the icing on the cake that I believe we're in a horror renaissance currently yeah like all of these major events in history have sat alongside events that happen in real life Mm -hmm. so zombie movies were big when there were a lot of like plagues and illnesses that Mm -hmm. we didn't have cures for and then slasher movies became big because people were still trying to like leave the puritanical beliefs of like the 50s Mm -hmm. going into because it kind of all happened in the 60s 70s 80s where, like, uh, slashers come and kill you if you're promiscuous and partying, you know, yeah. teenage sex and rebellion. They wanted to scare 
people, children, yeah, into yeah, not yeah. doing bad shit. And currently, also the whole like after nine eleven, we got gore porn. <laughs> like straight up after nine eleven, really? we got saw. And we got hostile. hostile. Oh, don't even you know? get me start. Saw versus hostile. Like, real serious. Quick, real quick. Saw versus hostile. Hostile. Fair. Cool. Good choice. <laughs> but, like, for real, think about that. Look back on the dates. After 9-11, we got gore porn. Yeah, that's true. Horror. Um, because the country was kind of Oh, remember ready in Hostile when they blowtorched that The chick's eye. Yeah, it's yeah. not. And it's just like googling out of her face Blah. yeah not great not fucking Ooh, great God. also like side note that's why we got like the dark night after 9 11 we were ready for darker shit we as a country were ready to be sad be and sad and, and feel something yeah exactly um and now currently we have this which is becoming my favorite because essentially it's two types of horror going on at once this new horror which i classify as like hopelessness specifically like family hopelessness and family Mm -hmm. despair um alongside some other horror like a paranormal sort of supernatural yeah anything because you have you have a quiet place oh that was so good you have a quiet place which is a a family unit Mm -hmm. kind of low-key falling apart Mm -hmm. and then monsters Mm -hmm. right you have um babadook which is a family unit and the fucked up crazy psycho kid yeah family unit falling apart and then a monster yeah hereditary hereditary which is a family falling apart and a paranormal demon monster <laughs> you have um well now obviously the haunting of hill house, house which is a family falling apart and a haunted house full of demon ghosts it's such a cool you even have get out which yeah. is you know a couple and then you know a demon culty family get out was so good so all of those are so good you all of these and kind of even it follows if we want to play these games it's this lack of hopelessness and despair yeah alongside something else but even just that alone this is kind of new horror wave we're about to go in even um fuck dude even mandy mandy was a couple yeah and then they were I mean, kind of yes and no. They were torn apart by a supernatural and also people, kind of. <laughs> um, but still, you get it. I get it. And I think we're in this new version of horror because of, like, what's going on globally. Yeah. This, we all kind of feel, feel this despair and hopelessness, whether it's with, like, people who believe in like climate change global warming mm-hmm. and are like screaming at the top of their lungs like, for people to pay attention like to our we're gonna kill ourselves <laughs> yeah. and then even the people on the other side who are like those people are so fucking insane and bizarre they have no idea of anything yeah both people no matter what side you're on feel this hopelessness that what they believe in isn't being heard or mm-hmm. dealt with just like with our political administration. Yeah. The people on one side are like, this is actual insanity. I cannot believe we are living in this fucking projection of reality. It fucking feels like that. And then people on the other side who support him feel the same exact way. That makes sense. I've never thought about it that way. I've seen and realized trends in movies, but I've never really like picked up on that. It's like a reflection of how it could be a reflection of how yeah, the country it, is. It is kind of a reflection. I feel like... I feel like it's been too... 
there's been too many instances where you have this genre of movie come out Mm -hmm. and then it reflects in a poetic way what the world is dealing with. Yeah. And I think that's definitely what we're in right now. Yeah, I definitely felt it for sure in Hereditary and in Haunting of Hill House. The most. Yeah, Hereditary and The Haunting of Hill House echo each other in a very special I guess you way. Could put, what was that one weird movie with fucking, uh, what's her dick in it? Mm, Jennifer Lawrence. Is that what that- Mother? I've never saw that, so I don't even know what the fuck that's about. Mother, kind of. Mother's a hard one to place because Mother was an actual admitted representation of how we treat- the earth oh okay. jennifer lawrence's character represented mother earth and oh. us we were all the people tearing it apart oh sad but yeah i mean you could even say that because it was a family unit getting torn apart by a supernatural thing mm-hmm. but hey that hopelessness goes back to the environment right yeah that's we feel hopeless about the things that are going on around us that we can't control mm-hmm. and that's where you get this hopelessness also echoed in movies these things are happening and them and they have no control yeah and in music, too. You have all that emo boy sad rap right now. Oh, God. Too many sad kids. There are a lot of sad Everybody's kids. Everybody's making sad kids. Stop doing that. There's a lot of sad kid rappers on Treat SoundCloud. Treat your babies right. <laughs> Everyone's sad. No, no, I don't no know one how many parents do. listen to this podcast, but don't let them do that. Don't ever. let your kids be SoundCloud rappers? Yeah, don't do it. That's sound advice. Don't do I it. I support that <laughs> advice. But yeah. I, I don't want to give away The Haunting of Hill House too much, but it was amazing. It's that same kind of, like, uh, hopelessness and despair within a family falling apart while also dealing with the paranormal element. And also, <clears throat> I it confused me a lot when I first watched it, because I watched it twice. Mm-hmm. But it confused me a lot the first time, because I was like, what the fuck timeline is this? And I just was very confused the whole time until it all came together in my head. But it took a long time for me to understand what was actually going on. I don't want to give anything away. Yeah, I do see how watching it a second time could help you get a better grasp on everything. Because some big reveals happen in two seconds and they never go back and explain them. Yeah. Like specifically Nell's reveal. Yeah. And the brother's reveal. Yeah. They they just tell you once and if you weren't paying attention, you You kind of missed it. Yeah, you don't understand. They don't... This... This series doesn't wait for you, Mm-mm. so kind of catch up. Also, there's so much going on. When I watched it a second time through, you pick up on so much stuff, by the well, way. Well, now you can go back and see all the ghosts, ghosts that you missed yeah. out on. There's ghosts constantly in that house, but you don't realize them initially. Um, that was, like, my favorite part of the second one, was wa- watching it the second time, was picking out the ghosts that were there, and then just kind of realizing the red room yeah yeah that's so that's a big thing that um the red room reveal at the end of the series you should pause the show and be like oh fuck no that is real yeah that did really happen they that but that's also the best part of the show is that they don't wait for you you got to just fucking pay attention the whole time this is definitely a series you got to pay full attention to this can't just be something going on in the background as Uh you like fucking clean your ass and i feel like it was made to watch through a second time i don't think you should if if you actually if you enjoyed the show i recommend watching it a second time it's uh it's cool it's way cooler it's way better the second time and i know that they had some complaints even the actors did that some big scenes were kind of taken out Mm -hmm. that would have explained some things a little bit more but again, we can't. Everything can't be Lord of the Rings. You gotta yeah. cut some shit. And it's, I mean, it was the first time, first season of that show. I don't know if they'll do more, but it, I'm sure that they didn't have a lot of room or money or whatever to keep a bunch of shit in there. 
Yeah. They had to cut some stuff. You had yeah. to let go of some stuff, you know? Yeah. And then, um, if you haven't watched it yet, The Curious Creations of Christine McConnell. Oh, it's also came so out fun. around then. I just, Netflix really killed it um, for, for Halloween. Halloween for me. And Halloween doesn't have to just be in October. It can be forever. Yes. I hope that they keep up these shows for, for a well, long time. I know that they so did good. already start filming season two of The Curious Creations of Christine McConnell, which I can only describe as like goth girl Martha Stewart. I, yeah, it's so fun. It is so fun with puppets. With puppets. Rose, the raccoon. Who's smushed weird animal with a fork hand is one of my favorites. I love her. So I love sassy. the cat. The cat, Wrinkle, is also fantastic. He's so mean. Um, and then Edgar the werewolf. <laughs> I would also recommend following her on Instagram. Her because, Instagram um, is beautiful. She got this Netflix gig. She's low-key friends with Dita Von Teese, who also plays a character in the series. But she got this Netflix series because the internet requested it. Because she is... Um, um, unbelievably talented. She's, it's like, how did she become who she is? Like, I just want to watch a show on her as a person. Cause like, I am, she came to me, she came into my life out of nowhere for, via this show. And I'm like, how have I not known who you are? I went to her Instagram and I was like, this is so wonderful. Her Instagram content is unmatched. It's gorgeous. She'll do these extremely extravagant and detailed photo shoots. And then in the photo shoots are her baked goods, which are, ridiculously disgustingly detailed she did like an alien versus predator with like a face yeah. hugger it's just absolutely insane she's so the content cool. she's been making she made this alien cake and then did a photo shoot next to it you know being ripley when the it's alien my mouth comes out in the world go follow her support her she's incredible watch the show if you haven't it's fun and quirky she's cute she's a low-key probably killed people she is low-key a serial killer in the show one, this is one of my favorite quotes where she says, they say the fastest way to a man's heart is a power saw, <laughs> which is, she's so cute she and precious. She is so cute because she wears like these fancy ass dresses and it's just sweet and I don't understand. And she makes these cool ass spooky treats. And then go, go talk to her on Twitter. She's very nice to her fans. Anyway, support, support your favorite artists and creators because we live in a time where if you scream enough about them online people will be forced to pay attention yeah, to them. Yeah, true. Like, what happened with her? We have a voice now. It's awesome. Yeah, social media rules. So, you just like whatever. fucking Erica Costell, Jake Paul's now ex-girlfriend, walked in the Victoria's Secret fashion show. What the fuck she did? Yeah, you didn't know that? No. Yeah. <coughs> Surprise. So, oh. yeah. Rachel's upset. <laughs> that is wild to me. Yeah, oh, but boy. I mean, you said it yourself. We live in a time where if you scream enough on social media, people will do shit. How? I mean. I mean, whatever. Fair. She's co- cool. Rachel's tilted. I am. She's like got a really nice body, but her face is not good. Yeah, she's a little bit of a better face. I'm I mean, upset. I'm. Yeah, I can't say anything. She's hotter than me, but still. No. But still. She's not. It, she is, <laughs> but it's fine. Her and Jake Paul broke up for anyone who cares. Yes. Also fueling my conspiracy that they actually were, were f- an arranged fake f- yeah, couple. Yeah, and they waited, and they made this huge fucking... Series with Shane Dawson yeah, and to make themselves attention. look good. Oh, yeah. God. I, I yep. don't know. I mean, maybe true, maybe not. Who knows? Who the fuck knows? Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, that's another whole other conversation. <laughs> yeah, but that's basically it. We're doing a little bit of a shorter episode. 
Shane flew out of town today. I don't. He's in Portland, Seattle, one of those. Portland, I think. Who knows? And then tomorrow he's in Sacramento. Oh, what, what? Sacramento. My parents and my sister are going to be there. Some people I went to high school with. Oh, really? Fun. Your parents are going to go watch it? Yeah. Oh, cute. It's going to be a nightmare. I love Amy. I hope that people I went to high school with don't reveal secrets about me about how I was a horrible person. Like, I hope they do. The one person up, who fucking... friends of Noelle in no, high school. Never. Please go tell Shane all of the secrets. You guys already know too many secrets. One person, I don't know. You tell your own secrets before anybody has a chance to reveal That's what I try to do, but I feel like a lot of high school I blocked out of my memory. I also did that, so, so that's fair. Like, people could have shit on me that I didn't even know existed. Like that one person who reviewed the podcast and was like, "You're me- you were you're mean, mean to me in math class," and I was like, "I fucking talk to people in math class." People would review mine and be like, "You didn't go to school at all." Wait, who are you? Dot 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 question mark. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of also how I feel sometimes. That's <laughs> how I feel with people who were in my actual grade. Like I wasn't friends with really any of them. Yeah. Um, but that's fine. Who cares? Who cares about High school them? is a distant fucking night terror that apparently though. we all went through. And some of those people are going to be seeing Shane's show. And, like, that's fine. Because I'm not going to be there. So that's not my problem. And to everyone in the group and online in general who always asks if I'm going to be at these things, I most likely will not. But thank you for caring. <laughs> yes, that's I so will. Nice. It is very nice. It makes me feel so good. Because I don't get enough attention from the internet like he does and i actually need that to survive i am like tinkerbell but instead of clapping i need all of your love and affection on the internet everyone my dms are so fucking dry you guys come on i back in the day it used this used to not be a problem and now all of a sudden it is when i need it the most i remember when you got the smoothie milk uh the milkshake the the smoothie hand job yeah Yeah. that was wild you know these are the things that keep me going i hate them but they do make me feel nice (laughs) that's hilarious everybody right now go get a jamba juice and then go to the bathroom and film a video of you just drinking if you're gonna (laughs) if you're gonna recreate the notorious and infamous smoothie masturbation video first of all Get yourself a pair of knockoff Adidas or Gucci flip-flops sliders. Put socks on that have holes in them and are discolored. Then put the sliders on. Sit on the toilet. Have a smoothie. And a cigarette in your mouth. And a cigarette in your mouth. The cigarette is almost out, but you are still sucking down on it. And then just go ham on And then meat. just be sitting on the toilet jacking off. And then that's Film it. Film a video and then send it to Noel. Then you've done it. <laughs> Then you have done it. You've, and then we'll make a compilation video. And then you've done the thing that this man did to me last year. And then I went to his profile because I wanted to troll him. And the, all he did was post religious things. And I was like, that sounds about right. <laughs> so, um, yeah. That's wild. That's basically that. I also once got a dude with a micro penis jerking off. Um, that he's filming from the chest, chest down POV. And in the background... There was anime, hentai. Good for him. It was either anime or hentai. That seems of, on that, that seems on brand. On brand. <laughs> yeah, I was I was more trying to figure out what he's watching. So anyway, th- the moral of this is thank you for supporting me. Yeah, I do love your love. Also, we have seen that um, everyone in the group has been playing League of Legends. Good job, y'all. Which is fucking cool. 
um, feel free to add us. Where I I will personally say that I am not great. I'm not great either. Rachel's better than me, but I'm not great. <laughs> I'm learning. I'm practicing every single day, though. Every single day I do practice. <laughs> it's it's different. Like I said before, I've never played a MOBA before, and I just started to kind of care about games because I felt like no one, no one told me. No one told me games were fun. I told you forever. I mean, yes, <laughs> but... You told me into adulthood. Yeah, no that's one told fair. me as a child that games were fun. Yeah, so you never got to harness those those innate the powers. Skills yeah, I didn't get to really polish it out like you outcasts. did in like Club Penguin and shit. Like Club I didn't, Penguin. I didn't get to practice my gaming knowledge. In I like Club that Penguin. Club Penguin is gaming knowledge. <laughs> oh man! Uh, <laughs> and all I would do is go into people's igloos and tell them to give me all their money, and then they would run away. See, from like me. that's at least something. And I, I got banned. Oh, so mean. And then I would go out and, like, do the... I would make my penguins dance, and then I'd just ask people if they wanted to have sex, and then it would ban me immediately. That sounds about right. <laughs> well, it wouldn't let you even send it. It would, like, just immediately ban you. Kind of like how Facebook deals damage now. Yeah, deals damage. Yeah. <laughs> so they do. Um, so, yeah, it's super fucking cool that everyone's playing League. Um, if we get more people who are learning and trying, maybe we can reduce some of the toxic people in the Let's game. Let's all just be fucking hella nice to people. All I do is be nice to people. Even Don't when get they tilted. Talk, actually, that's a I lie. I did get mean with some child. So, but let me explain. I didn't want to go out of my way and be mean. We were playing a bot game. We were playing an intermediate bot game. So we were playing against AI. We were playing against the game itself. Because we fucking because suck. Because we suck and we're trying to learn. And this fucking guy was in there with us. And he was like, um, there were two guys in there with us. One of them immediately commented like, hey, everyone, I'm just now learning this game. I'm really bad. I'm so sorry. Um, I'm just trying to learn. And we're all like, it's Aww, cool, man. Yeah, us cool. too. Like, we get it. And then in the middle of the game, other random fucking dude playing with us. Goes full tilt. Screams on, on first noob guy that was like, I don't know where to go. Yeah. And he just starts screaming at him. He starts at him. screaming at him. And then so... He's like, get the fuck out of my lane. And I'm like... Yeah, he's like, get the fuck out of my lane. It's a bot game. We were like, it's a fucking bot game. So then Rachel Curry and I went a little in on him. Not as hard as I could have, honestly. But I was like, oh, fuck. Imagine being this fucking guy. Because we're all like, we're playing a bot game, dude. Like... We should have trolled him by all going to his lane and, and just, just throwing the game. Actually, that would have been hilarious. Which it would have been. We were just, like, spamming his shit and, and then so, like, talking shit. So, like, if you care shit. that much, let's go fuck this up. Yeah. Talking shit a little bit. I was like, so sorry your mom didn't hug you. Imagine. He immediately stopped. Yeah, he immediately stopped when we started going hard on him because he realized he that he's hang. a fucking asshole playing a bot game against someone who said they were learning. Don't be that. Don't be that person. Also, shout out to Haley, James, and Chris, who have been playing with us. You yeah. guys are amazing. It's been super fun to learn and watch, and all support we can get while trying to figure out this game and not being called a fag is fantastic. It's awesome. Um, and also, like, not getting yelled at by teammates for being bad when you just are trying your hardest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously. <laughs> I'm, I'm really trying, I promise. If I wasn't trying, I wouldn't be playing. Sorry that my trying does not come up to what you're playing with. Maybe don't fucking play bots then, you piece of shit. Yeah, go play real people. Go play real people if you want to swing your big fucking dick around. Also, don't be one of those stupid motherfuckers who comes into a bot game with people who are clearly learning and just gets pentakill after pentakill after pentakill. Like, weird flex, dog. Like, we fucking get it. 
you're good. Why don't you go fucking play real people? The why best do you have is to... when they're doing that and like, yeah, it's just stupid. Yeah, why are you trying to flex on like a level five, dog? What the fuck are you doing? Get out of here. Uh, Jesus. There's so many other things you can do than this. Why? Seriously. So fucking weird. Just, anyway. Yeah. Anyways. Don't be that. Play League with us. We're trying to get better. It's been fun. It's as one of the first games, I would say second, I kind of took Overwatch seriously, but like that I'm learning from the ground up, learning even how to just put my hands on a keyboard. It's been a, it's been a feat. It's been tough, but it's been fun. And every single little accomplishment along the way has been even more enjoyable because I came from absolutely no knowledge. So yeah, it's it's been been cool. We're going to play after this actually. Yeah. We're going to play after this. Yep. Cool. So um, that about wraps it up. We were almost at an hour. Almost, we almost got five minutes to an hour. Um, I could, I could, I could uh, just do this for the next five minutes. Just, don't. Uh... Hey, hey, any recommendations? <laughs> anything you want to say? Anything you want to end on? Mm, no, not really. What's your social media? <laughs> uh, you can follow me at inst- on Instagram at reachymac underscore. You can follow me on Twitter at underscore reachymac. Uh, you can follow me and play with me. Uh, on league at Rachie Mac as well. Everything is just easy. And yeah, Rachie Rachel's Mac. all the same. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Noelle Fane. Um, I'm on league as Noe Dozer. Um, message me and tell me where you found me from, so I'll add you correctly, or else I won't. Yeah, add I won't. You. I'll, yeah, also be like I won't I'm from the you. podcast, and then I'll add you. If you're like, if you don't say that, you're not going to get added. Um, make sure to rate and review us on iTunes and Facebook, and wherever else you fucking listen to all this shit. And um, go comment on all of Noelle's photos and tell you how much you love her. Yes, please. God, please, you guys. You don't even know. You don't even know what it's like. Um. So, yeah. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. 